Stephen King will be like, oh, I just try to write a thousand words a day or something because if I do that every day for six months, then I have a, I have a novel. Mm-hmm. Like I have a, and it's like George R. Martin's in there being like, yeah, that's not how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> like there's just like, I could not, not relate to you more in this. Yeah. And welcome to the Book Jar Podcast, where both me and my friend Megan talk about book-related news and topics on a bi-weekly basis. How are you today, Megan? I'm doing great. I'm just looking at Howie, your little dog. My little my little pupper. He's so is... cute. He's just getting comfortable in his little, <laughs> little bed. My favorite thing about his bed is it is the same color as him. Yes. So, like, he actually, like... <laughs> If he curls up, because he's got a little bit of white on him, but if mm-hmm. he's curled up and like really nestled in it, because it's like a donut, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He completely disappears. Like, and he's just he's just one with the bed, which is just such a nice like. He looks so comfortable. I know. I want a bed like that and curl <laughs> up like that. Like, why don't they make those for humans? <laughs> I just want to be uh Shih Tzu Chihuahua. <laughs> curling up in a donut fluffy bed that's all i want that's literally the vibes that i want that's the vibes but i mean how are you like i feel like you got some exciting new things i got exciting new things i do so i uh i uh was in toronto recently so which is always fun toronto that's how she said it that's how you say it toronto (laughs) yeah not toronto toronto uh you really gotta chuff the beginning too if you want to oh. sound like a Toronto. Like, Toronto. You, like, you gotta like no. Uh yeah, so I was there, um, which is fun, and I bought a lot of books, which is expected. And I did not read very many, which is a problem. Yeah. Personally. I didn't I didn't love that part. You were busy of though. I was, busy. Busy. I was busy buying books. Yeah. So makes different sense. hobbies. Uh, so I am disappointed in myself because I forgot four books there. Um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we stayed with my partner like that just as his parents' house. So like, it's not like I forgot them in a hotel or something. Yeah, like, that's that, good. That'd be worse, but obviously. <laughs> but I am very sad. So four are stuck in Toronto and uh, I don't exactly know when I get them back. I think um, I'll probably just get them sent back, but mm. uh, they might just live there until you're I... able to visit again. Yeah. yeah. You know, we do go quite frequently, so it's not going to be like the end of the world if I have to wait a little bit. I mean, you just have to buy new books to yeah, tie you over. <laughs> yeah. I left, right? Like, that's how that works for sure. For sure. Um, it's totally not adding to the problem. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I will say I also so we went to this really cool store in Toronto, which if you do live in the area so it's on like the danforth um but it's called scribe mm-hmm. and it has a lot of like really really old books so like there's first editions of like some books which are really expensive and like they, they keep those upstairs uh behind glass which like again so like we like w- <laughs> just, like went in so it was me my partner and like our friend matt and we went in and we just like walked upstairs which is like one of those like old houses and it's got the really steep stairs and the narrow staircase. Like it was just really cool. You know, it was like creaking the whole way up. But, like we didn't yeah. sneak up there by any means. Yeah. Like there was definitely some noise being made. 
And then we go up there and there's just all these books in these like glass cases. And then we were like looking at them through the glass because that seemed appropriate. Yeah. But then they were very clearly unlocked. Like you could see that they were unlocked. And I was like, are we allowed to? And then by the time I said, are we allowed to, Matt and my partner had already like, they were already just pulling them out. And I was like, I guess we are now. Yes. I guess it's too, this is too happening. late to turn back. So we pulled out a couple books. There was like a couple, like we would pull out a book and we'd be like, oh, this is so cool. Like it's so old. And then we'd flip to the front page where it said the price and it'd be like $5,000. And we'd be like, get this thing out of my hands. Like yeah. I don't want to hold it. I don't want to touch oh, it. Like what if you like ripped it or what if you had like dirty fingers? Yeah, right. Like, Just oh. ruin this like $5,000 book. Cool. But it'd be cheaper. It'd be a discount for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a smudge. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, this is so terrible. It's actually super ripped on the inside. Yeah. Oh. Give me a discount. Don't know how that happened. <laughs> What do you mean you have cameras upstairs? <laughs> that, no, it wasn't me. <laughs> Swear. That was my twin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other really cool thing that they had there, which I bought a couple of, was like they had taken out, I assume, from really ruined books. This is the story mm. I had in my head. Like, okay. The books were already ruined. They were already unsalvageable. They'd taken out the dedication pages that are written in like Latin and like maybe French, some of mm -hmm. them, because some of them I can kind of read. Uh, I do not speak French, by the way. I just read it a little bit. Yeah. That uh, really cool and like really beautiful. So I'm really excited about they those. They are very nice. Yeah. I'm excited to see them all framed and put yeah. on your wall. I might post them to the Instagram account a little bit earlier so that like viewers and listeners can like know what I'm talking about, but they'll, they're they going to look way better framed. So I might just wait a little bit. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, a little surprise reveal. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess we'll it's not see. a surprise now because it's definitely we've not. talked about it. Definitely not. But yeah, it makes me want to go to Toronto. Toronto, did I say that right? Yeah, you said it right. You good yeah. job. Yeah. <laughs> and then I can go to the Scribe. Sounds yeah. like a cool place. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, really cool. Um, Yeah, but how, like, I don't know. Do you have anything to report? No. My That's life has true. been. That's not true. So you started oh. reading some manga. I'm okay, call you out. okay, okay. Yeah, that's, I guess that's new, new for me. Yeah. So yeah, you uh, put me on a couple little manga series there. Got a Six Sense Kiss. Yes, going. on uh, webtoon. Yeah, yeah, which um, which you know, it's it's it was very entertaining for the first season, but I I just when the couple gets together. You and me are kind of like, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I was so happy with that series because they didn't draw out the romance. Yes, I did like that. And it was like normal. Like sometimes they make it so like cringy or like, like, this is like not I how don't know. Would act. Yeah, it's not how it would act. Like they kind of go from like not liking each other at all to like all of a sudden they're super in love. Whereas this yeah. one was like a natural progression. Yeah. So I liked that about it. But now I'm like bored. Like, they're, together. Oh, yeah, they're together they're together like i'm happy suspense. for them but yeah that's all i need <laughs> i uh i really i do like that one but i get what you're saying like it is it, it did slow down quite a bit once they once they get together you're kind of like ah, yeah. yeah and like i did read like i mean starting off this podcast hot here with what we've read i did read another one called fangirl oh okay um so i only read volume one because that was all that was on like overdrive or whatever like the library right. app and but i think i'm gonna actually like purchase like the physical copy of it for all mm -hmm. the parts and i think it's based so it's rainbow rowell is like the author yeah and so i think it's originally like just like a normal book young adult book or something mm -hmm. but then it got like turned into a manga so right. okay. it's like super cute 
and I'm really enjoying it so far. She's like um, a girl who like loves this like book series. Right. And so she writes like fan fiction on this book series and she Mm -hmm. ends up going to college. She has like a twin sister and they're kind of like her twin sister wants to do her own thing, be more independent. And then this girl's kind of like a little more awkward. Like she's, you know, really dependent on her sister, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So just her trying to figure out college and like meeting cute boys and like leaning on her fan fiction and like mm-hmm. her favorite characters so it's super cute so i think i want to get that and purchase that one so that's was kind of a big well it wasn't a big read it was obviously took like 10 minutes to get hey, through hey, hey we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna do any of this cutting ourselves down thing that you're it's about true. to do no you i know you've been in a bit of a i'm kind of gonna call you out again but like mm-hmm. you've been in a little bit of a reading slump so like honestly like that's the best feeling when you actually get through some of it yeah you know what i mean like you actually pick up a book and you get through something you're like oh my god that was so good yeah and it was yeah like i'm really enjoying it and i would have i don't know i want the physical copy because like i don't want to pay pay 12 dollars for like volume two like i rather <laughs> pay fair. like the full price for the full thing so yeah. like but it was one of those things where i was like oh i just want to keep reading and i couldn't so but you know, it's, it's fine. I, I know my direction of where I'm going to read. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of a good step. Still a little bit in a slump, but like, especially with like No, but that's words. what I mean too. Like, I, like I, I'm, I'm impressed that you like, because you're in quite a slump. Mm-hmm. And so like to get a book out while you're in that slump, because like for me personally, like I, like I can do it, but I know how like hard it is to enjoy a book yeah too. and like you're coming out being like i really liked that i'm still having trouble reading but like i really liked that one so like yeah i, I think that's great like honestly yeah so yeah thanks for the suggestions and stuff because yeah. i know i asked you for and you gave me quite a few yeah i did i came i was like i, I don't know like, where to start here is the <laughs> uh yeah i really i really enjoyed that i actually had i thought the other day um Mostly because I was talking about it with someone else. And then I was like, they were like, oh, I'm going to just check the Discord server for it. Because obviously you send it to her there. And I was like, oh, that should have been what That should have been what you should have done. <laughs> but yeah. I, I, so I might just go ahead and post it there just as if anyone's looking for that. But yeah, yeah, I totally recommend those. Uh, so I read. Yes. I did finish the Dictionary of Lost Words, which I was reading last time. Mm-hmm. Um, I finished it on the plane to... Uh, Toronto, and uh, yeah, I uh, really enjoyed it. I'm I'm being very hesitant. Yeah, <laughs> um, so I'm I really enjoyed it. The thing I will say is like it's one of those books. Do you ever read a book? I don't know. Do you ever read a book? <laughs> What's a book? What's a book? Uh, do you ever read a book and it's just like so good, like you loved it, mm-hmm. and you know it was like technically great. Mm-hmm. But, like, you would be so picky about recommending it to people. Yeah. I would yeah. say, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. So, like, I feel that way about this book. Like, I feel like a lot of people wouldn't enjoy it. And because it's historical fiction. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the main reasons why. And it is, like, a slower start. So, again, it's kind of, it's, like, recommending, like, um like a lot of, like, the Bronte sisters. It's right. Like, it is going to be, like, a slower burn. So, like, you have to go, like, it's not quite that that slow but it is like definitely like i said it was slow paced for sure like Mm -hmm. it was just it didn't really start up that quickly what i will say is it had like some of the most beautiful writing i've seen in a while and i also really appreciated that like it felt like 
it like with historical fiction it can be just it's like a little dry you know like because i feel like authors get so wrapped up in like the facts of the Mm -hmm. moment that like sometimes it just comes out a little dry or like whatever and i really felt like these people existed like i really felt like i could i was there and i felt for our main character like um when she like was going through something or somebody didn't believe her about something i was like no 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 this is like a real person and i really love that and like yeah lots of content warnings on this one it takes um place like over a large period of time and and one of the things main events it kind of goes into is world war one okay so which i was kind of total aside but like kind of yeah. glad it wasn't world war Two again <laughs> like there's so many historical world fiction books about world war Two. yeah and, it was kind of a nice change. There's um pregnancy, like adoption. There's lots of like violence. There's lots of misogyny, like all that kind of stuff. Um, and then they talk about death, war, and violence in like quite an in-depth way, like very vividly. Mm-hmm. So I definitely would go into this with like knowing that that's going to happen, especially because it doesn't start like that at all. Like it's just a very, very cute book about this like girl growing up with the creators of the dictionary. And then it quickly becomes something where I'm like, oh, there needs to be like a whole bunch of content warnings on this. Yeah. So and it was like a natural progression, but definitely like if you weren't expecting it, that could totally blindside you. Oh, I really think. Um, But really, like, again, five star read. And I don't give those out very often. So Mm -hmm. I feel like I mean, it does say something. So if you're a fan of historical fiction or if you've been looking to like kind of get into this one or like if you've seen this book and thought it might be kind of something you're interested in like i would definitely give it a chance because i really liked it so yeah but i did not finish another book (laughs) i started a magic steeped in poison by uh judy lynn uh and i'm enjoying it um but it's a little bit hard coming off of a five-star read yeah the complete opposite genres too yeah like Uh, i i really did not i really said i do not care yeah that this is going from historical fiction to young adult fantasy. Yeah. Just you were like, whatever. I'm doing it. We're switching this brain around. Surprise. Nobody can stop. Yeah. (laughs) Except yourself, apparently. (laughs) No, yeah, I guess not. Um, I I am enjoying it. This one is definitely, yeah, it's definitely very different. And I'm curious to see, like, where it's going to go. Like, I think I know where it's headed, but like, I also may be very wrong. So we'll mm-hmm. see. But I am, I'm enjoying it. I like, yeah, it's definitely not going to be a not fave unless something drastic changes here. So. Yeah. Well, I'll be interested to see what you think when you're done it. Yeah. Um. So I guess we should get into the topic. Yeah. Um, which is books we would love to read for the first time again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did not have the piece of paper in front of me, so I did panic for a second. I don't know <laughs> like, if you saw it in my eyes. <laughs> like, do I remember? Yeah. I like, had it here. I would have I would have filled in the blanks. You would have jumped in for me. I would have let you much. struggle for a little bit, but uh, <laughs> well thanks, I guess. <laughs> All right. So this um I'm excited about this. Yeah. This one was um kind of I don't know, it was tricky for me because there was like a couple that were like immediate to my head and then when I like just looked at my books and I was like oh yeah like I really really did enjoy that and I would love to read it and then I also like realized that even though I loved reading these books the first time and like I probably wouldn't like them the second yes time. yeah yeah or like it has a different impact on me because I'm older and mm-hmm. gone through some stuff so yeah, yeah. it's interesting I actually really agree because I was thinking like I even looked at like 
Twilight was one that came to mind immediately. And I was like, I feel like if I read it now, though, I would have seen all the things that I didn't see wrong with it when I was like 14. Yes. And like Twilight was like such a book that just like sucked you in. Yeah. Like so. But yeah, like now you're like, probably not. Would I reread it? Would I want to read it? Would I even pick it up again if it was yeah. being released today and I wanted to read it for the first time? I really I don't, know. don't think I would. No, I don't think I would either. So. Unless it was big. Like, I, I don't know if it got to the same height it did. Like, again, like, but there were there were definitely a few of those where I was like, oh, that's interesting that I, I, I actually am very happy I'm not reading this for the first time. Yeah. Because it was a book I really liked, but like, which is Twilight is not an example of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but I did like it at the time, but like, I wouldn't stand by that. But there's a couple on my list where I'm like, I stand by it. And I stand that by that it was a good book, but I really wonder actually if I would like it for the first time at this age. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So I'm curious, uh, is Sabriel on your list? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> so I did, I, I did, this was the one I was kind of hinting at at the end of the last podcast mm-hmm. where I was like, I think there's one that's going to be on both of ours and I think we should just kind of talk about it now. So Sabriel is definitely on my list. So this is a book by Garth Nix for those who aren't familiar. Um, I highly recommend it. I actually just bought it for somebody in Toronto because I think it's a great way for people to get into like a high fantasy world. Mm -hmm. And this particular person is looking to get into eventually like Lord of the Rings level. But she said, you know, like, I'm not there yet. Yeah. And I was like, I really wanted... I really wanted to help. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I can fix this. Yeah. Not fix, but I can help. I can, I can give you a book that will get you there. And, uh, and then we had talked about the Priory of the Orange Tree and I was like, I think that one's actually like a bit much, but I was like, Sabriel is a perfect example of, I don't think this was my first like actual like encounter with high fantasy, although it might've been. Mm Mm-hmm. Now that I'm like rethinking, I'm like, can I think of another one? But I think it was just so well done. So do you want to give, do you have a, like a synopsis at all I have there? a little, a little blurb. Okay, so, you give the little blurb. And if you have anything to add, just, yeah. just, so I just, it's about a young woman. She lives in a world where there's a land full of magic that's separated from like the mundane world by a wall. Um, she's contacted by her father from where he is in death and she leaves the safety of her school that she's been studying at mm. to find out what happened to her father so we it's kind of like a coming of age tale while she's learning how to become an, a necromancer basically yeah yeah so very interesting concept yeah my little 14 year old brain was like this is what brilliant. is this <laughs> and i think this is one where like and i have bought this for a lot of people like um, in my life who enjoy reading like I do because I do think it's an example of one that like even though I'm not at that young age mm-hmm. and even though I have read a lot of high fantasy now it still really holds up yeah and I think one of my favorite parts about this <laughs> is I love how like natural like the romance is incorporated into like the actual story yeah without feeling like it takes away from the world or it becomes like the like too much of the focus like it's definitely the secondary plot maybe even not the secondary i know for me like i don't know if you felt this when i first read it i almost like missed the romance like i didn't catch on to it until like it was it was there yeah and i was like 
oh that's freaking cute like <laughs> yeah like by the time and i i really appreciated that that by the time i realized it was happening it had already happened mm-hmm. well not quite like i definitely caught it before it got that like to the infamous kiss scene yeah I have talked about before. <laughs> yeah but i i i do i do remember being like kind of oblivious until there's another scene which I won't mention because I know that somebody who listens to the podcast is going to be reading it relatively soon. Yeah. So I don't want to spoil anything, but like, there was another moment where I was like, "Oh, oh, that's happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting." Because and then I like looked back and I was like, "Oh, that makes sense." Yeah. Actually, it wasn't unnatural, but it wasn't like thrown in my face too much. Yeah, I definitely really enjoyed it. Like when I first read Sabriel, I was coming off of like the Golden Compass series. And, like, I've talked about this before where, like, I would have never picked up Sabriel in my life. Never, ever. I wouldn't have even known it existed. But because the worker at the bookstore was like, hey, if you enjoyed this book, you're going to love Sabriel. Like, let me just, you know, like, I just put all my (laughs) trust into this woman. And I'm glad I did because, like, at that time, I felt like that was, like, kind of a, like, stepping stone from the Golden Mm -hmm. Compass. Like, that's fantasy and stuff. But... Yeah, it was definitely like, oh, like there's books like this out in the world. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely am glad I read it. Um, do you think you would enjoy the book now? Like, if you picked it up now for the first time, would you still I, think? I do think I would, and I, I like, I, I just, I really stand by that. I think I don't know if I would be like this level of in love with it, mm-hmm. which is always my little like baby fear with recommending it. Is I'm like. It's okay if you don't love it the way that I love it. Cause yeah. like, I also love it because I was 14 or mm-hmm. whatever. And it was recommended by my, you know, like best friend at the time. And also she handed me this r- rad <laughs> tattered <laughs> copy. And I had zero expectations for it because it was an ugly book. Yeah. I think was- that's what's surprising because it's so ugly and yeah. it's just like mm, i the like copy pretty I, books I, by the way the copy i gave to this person i was also it's like the anniversary edition but it has the same picture yes you have to <laughs> and you like, have to i was like i know it's ugly <laughs> it's, it's okay. but it's the full experience but like, you need it it's it, but like i just remember being like okay i trust you but like i didn't really think i was like i'm gonna read it obviously and obviously i'm probably gonna like it but like i had no expectations and then it like it felt life-changing and I don't know if I would feel that way yeah but I do think I would still like it I and I yes. do think I would love to know how I could I would love to know how I could feel about it without all of that yeah like I definitely I I feel like I wouldn't have it wouldn't have the same impact on me just because mm-hmm. like again it's a coming of age story but I definitely like I still would love to read it for the first time again yeah ultimately Totally. Okay, so what's the next one on your list? Because I know we could talk about Sabriel all Oh, time, I know. We just need a podcast <laughs> just on her. Um, the Ones We're Meant to Find by Joan He was my Oh, my name. God. So it's on mine, too. Is it? Okay. <laughs> I love that. I have, I, have, so I have my, like, A list, and then I have my backup list if Megan took all of mine. <laughs> so I think we're getting into that one. So that's that's amazing. Uh, I'm sure it's for kind of the same reason that I had it on mine. Um, well, you go first. Well, I was going to say, uh, so I, again, so we've talked about this book like quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, so this is a kind of, not kind of, it is a dystopian book. Um, so we're into the sci-fi here. 
Yeah. Um, which is so funny just because, like, I love that you recommended this book to me and <laughs> it's sci-fi because you just don't read sci-fi all that often. No. But it's basically about two sisters, um, Cece and Casey and or Kay, I believe she's called. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of them looking for each other. Yeah. And you're getting kind of parts of like the story through each of them of like what happened and how they're separated. And you're slowly figuring out like what went down. And I think what and then it's just kind of them trying to find each other. Yeah. So there's a couple of reasons I would love to read this for the first time again. And one is I would actually like to go into this with zero expectation because I had I feel like you said, you know, like, this is a really good book. Yeah. And I feel like anytime we hand each other a book, we should almost just do it without talking. Cause I know. Like, just read it. Just read it. Stare at you. Like. Yeah. <laughs> like, I trust you too. You could hand me, like, literally anything and be like, you'll like it. Well, I think we know each other's, like, reading styles yeah. enough that, like, <laughs> yeah, like, we totally should just start doing that. Because I just really think I went into it being like, it was going to be something else. Mm-hmm. And I really did enjoy it. And I, but I would also love to read it again because you will never recapture the feeling of the ending ever again in the same way as the first time you read it. Yeah. Because there is a couple twists along the way. And so I think that that is like, yeah, that's why I would want to reread it for yeah. the first time or read it again for the first time. Um, it was also a phenomenal book. And I just really enjoyed it. Like, it yes. is a book I will reread at some point. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, like, it's a great book in itself. And it's definitely one that I recommend to anyone looking for sci-fi or just any something, something good. Mm-hmm. Um, And I found that, like, the emotions are just so good in that book. Like, you can really feel, like, so one sister's isolated on an island. The other sister's, like, living in this eco city. And you can, like, really feel, like, the isolation of the one sister versus, like, kind of the chaos of this, like, eco city and her trying to find mm-hmm. her sister. Like, I just really enjoyed how Joan, he wrote it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to reread it for, or sorry, read it for the first time as a younger me. Mm-hmm. I feel like yes, I had it had a lot of impact on me now, and like all the twists were amazing. The end was amazing. Like that feeling was just so great to experience. But to be, I feel like if I read this as a teenager, it would just be like mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Like I'd be like, this is what like literature can be. Kind of yeah. like you know, like I just loved so much about it, and like I really appreciated it. Reading it the age I am now, but like to be a teenager reading a book like that, I would just be like feel so accomplished yeah you'd be like this is it i've I've." this is amazing book and it would probably would have changed the direction of the types of books i read yeah i could see that Mm -hmm. though because like i think that's what sabrielle did to you a little bit too like not fully sabrielle i know you had the golden compass kind of in mind yeah but yeah i i can totally agree to that yeah yeah so i i I don't know it's it's such a good book like when i looked at it i'm like you're on the list. You have to be on the list. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do another one that I think you might have, okay. which is Iron Widow. Oh, yes. I didn't put it down, but that was that was yeah, going to be on there. Yeah. <laughs> so, Zhao is the author. Iron Widow is a tremendous book. It is a book we've talked about lots on the podcast, so I'm going to make kind of my summary of it a little bit brief, but it essentially tells the story of a girl who lives in a fantasy world 
based off of um based off of kind of like Chinese history Mm -hmm. and they are defending themselves from this mech like sorry in mechs against this other species I guess is a way to put it um that are invading and uh she originally like basically um they need two kinds of energies to run these mechs a male and a female energy and the women who volunteer for this often die on their first flight if not their first one then generally within a few they Mm -hmm. don't survive very long their energy is used up and they're sacrificed and the men always survive or not always but generally survive and uh so it is her story about her going to kind of kill the pilot that killed her sister Mm -hmm. and uh, she succeeds in that end but not in the way that she was expecting uh and uh yeah so anyway i'm gonna leave it at that because i feel like that's yeah that's that encompasses it pretty well i'm having trouble summarizing it because there are a lot of twists throughout the book and i will say like that's why i want to reread it Mm because like again i talked about this lots and i i feel like I'm not I read a lot of books so I feel like it's just like a product of me realizing like plot lines and stuff that people are using but I often I'm not often super surprised yeah like even with um Joan He's the ones we're meant to find like I was surprised but I wasn't like oh I didn't see that coming at all like I was like oh something's going on but I I didn't see what was coming yes and this one there was a couple moments where I was like oh yeah you're like that. I didn't see that coming, <laughs> and I'm really impressed. And they were like good twists. They weren't like, "Hey, why did you add that?" They, there was nothing leading up to yeah, it. Yeah, there was. Yeah, there was definitely like foreshadowing mm-hmm. that when I thought about, it, I was like, "Oh, this makes sense." Uh, and there was definitely like I didn't feel like it was like just the author writing in a twist. Yeah, but uh, I will say like it was like I and I it, I like I finished that book and my jaw was like open yeah i was like and i'm not even joking like it's not i'm not being hyperbolic here like i was literally <laughs> sitting there with my mouth open being like what what the hell it's like that was probably one of the first cliffhangers in a long time where i'm like when is the next book yeah like out? i was like i can't even deal with it like the, yeah and usually the like, cliffhangers i just find like purely annoying mm-hmm. and but then i'm like okay like i can wait or whatever but this one i'm like what if there's never a second book? How am I going to live with this? I couldn't. I couldn't. I think I would actually, like, I would actually find Jiren Zhe Zhao and be like, please. Like, like r- I write a blurb you. somewhere, please. Like, like, give me a summary. Yeah. Just give me a summary. I need at least a summary yeah. of what was going to happen. If you- It's, yeah, it's definitely a super, like, I know for me, like, I just picked it up because it was like someone's pick list at the bookstore. Yeah, and, and I read like, the oh, back, and I'm like, and- "This is beautiful. It has an interesting concept. No idea what I was getting myself into. No idea. But ultimately, I'm glad I went on that ride." Yeah, I will say, did you see? So sh- they did make an announcement. I'm just gonna say, did you see that they made an announcement about the second book? Yes. Did you see the cover? Yes. Okay, so it's like just as beautiful, but like in a freaking like, gorgeous, like in a in a in a definitely like distinct way mm-hmm. but still in line oh like so beautiful so that's heavenly tyrant and that when is it we out have, yeah, we have to wait a while so it's august oh. 29th 2023 oh like i mean i've waited this long so yeah i mean wait. it's gonna be okay 
Yeah. <laughs> but I will definitely be reading this one again, but I wish I could be reading it for the first time, like the day before the other one comes out, because that would be so yes. amazing to read it for the first time and then immediately start the yeah, second Yeah, so that might be a good recommendation if you're interested in Iron yeah. Widow, definitely Wait a little bit because you'll want to jump into that second book. Like it's mm-hmm. one of those books that you just want to keep staying in that world and yeah. staying in the mind of this author. Yeah, I I love it. I love it. Um, okay, what's your next one? So I I kind of put Throne of Glass down. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I feel like if I read it now, I probably wouldn't enjoy it as much as I did when I first read it. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't remember like where I was in my life. I think I must have just finished school or I was like on a break from school. And it was just like one of those books that like was so fun. And I just like mm-hmm. charged through it. Yeah. I loved the idea. Like again, like I wouldn't say the rest of the series necessarily I'd want to reread for the first or read for the first time, but the first book for sure. I was like yeah. I just thought it was such a cool idea. So I will say Having read it, so again, I have the very interesting story. So I read it for the first time years ago mm-hmm. and then like 2016 or something. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, that was That's, a book. Ooh, that right. was a book. Mm-hmm. And then I read it again in like, I think it was 2019. Yeah. Maybe 2020. And I like, I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. But I also wanted to finish the series. Yeah. So I I don't know if you would like it. I don't think I would like it now as much as I did back then. I must yeah. have just been I think I hadn't been reading like um for fun for a while or yeah. something and it was just like one of those books that I don't know I must have seen like on the bookshelf and I was like this looks kind of interesting like it yeah. has a nice cover like kind of like a new and upcoming author like let's check it out and it just like hit the spot. Larry's that one point we looked at books by Sarah J. Moss and he was like, who is Yeah, this? look who's this new author coming along here. Oh, look at debut huh. novel. <laughs> <laughs> so hilarious. That's really funny. Yes. Just based off of where she ended up today. But um, I think I kind of wish I could reread the series. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm having such a hard time picking up that last book because it's like, I don't want to reread the series to catch myself up to the last book, but also like, I don't even know if I enjoyed the series that much to finish it. I will say, like, I I do think the last book was worth it. But I also really liked, like I said, I've said this before, like, the romance storylines that I was invested in definitely were left on, like, cliffhangers Mm. with the fifth book. Mm -hmm. And then the sixth book is about Kale, who I hate, (laughs) with a burning passion. So I was annoyed for that entire book. And then the seventh book, I got to the seventh book and I was like so relieved that I, one, I didn't have to read about Kale anymore. Yeah. <laughs> or at least exclusively about him. And also like I got to actually finish up the storylines that I was interested in. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I there was no way I wasn't reading the last book. I will say again, it's not the best one in the series. Like I think, yeah. I think the writing really peaked with the fourth and then kept at a steady rate yeah but i i think that that's an interesting thing about the series is it's actually really cool to see somebody grow as an author yeah for the first four books i agree and that's like why i did enjoy like when i got to the third book and like obviously like if you read the series you know it's takes a turn um (laughs) goes a different direction but it's like it was still good like and like the third book like introduced characters that weren't in the first and second book that i loved and i still love but what i am excited for so in our book 
club, so the 2 a.m. book club, we do have it down as one mm. of the books. I don't know if you remember this, but I, no. I kept the list <laughs> and A Throne of Glass was on the list. And I was oh. like, that is so interesting because one, it's so different from the rest of the series. Mm hmm. But two, I'm so I'm I'm actually kind of excited to go back to it and like in a very loving way because it was such a fun series to yeah. read. Pick it apart. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm I'm pretty excited for that because and I do think like both me, you and Alec all enjoyed it. Yeah. Regardless of like complaints and stuff that we might have or critique rather that we might have on the series which I have a lot for the seventh book. Like I, I've said it time and time again, she needed mm-hmm. to kill some of her darlings, but like mm-hmm. I don't think she ever will. But I I do really think it'll be interesting to go back to that first one because I'm curious if I was to read it again, if I might appreciate yeah. it a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, I I'm, I'm feel like it's been long enough for me now that if I reread it, I'll have like a fresh look at it and yeah. be like, did I genuinely like this book or was it just what I needed at that time? Yeah, super fun book regardless but yeah yeah that's interesting i did not have that one on my list (laughs) i do have and i i don't think you've ever actually read this book which is shocking because i've talked about it too much for you to not have but the lover's dictionary by david leviathan is oh yes yes you've talked about that quite a few times i know i need to pick it up yeah i'll do it so i've talked about this book like so much on the podcast but it is a Love story written in alphabetical order. It's like the simplest and best thing I can get. <laughs> it is like probably, I, I just, I like, so I'm just going to leave the description at that because that really does summarize it. But I, I will say like, I do wish I could read this for the first time again because I, I was mind blown at like how well it was put together. Mm-hmm. And I've reread it like multiple times since. And I still think it holds up. Like I actually think if I was to pick up this book and read it today, for the first time, I would be raving about it. Yeah. And I think it's just so interesting how he chose to tell the love story and why it was chosen to be like told in that way. And also like what that did to your perception of everything that happened was just really interesting. And I still think it's one of the most beautiful books I've read. And I, but I would just love to get that first feeling again. Like mm-hmm. I would just love to know like what I would think of it and like, to know for sure that I would still love it. Yeah. 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 No, that one definitely looks like a super interesting book. So maybe I'll get to have that first read feel for you. For me. Yeah. On my behalf. <laughs> I would actually love that. Oh, well, my last one is Yawn by Allison Goodman. Okay. And like you gave me this book. Did you read this book? I don't think so. I think this is, <laughs> I get this one confused all the time with a different book that you lent to me. <laughs> and, but I think it books. has like a similar name and it's not the same book because every time you ask me, I'm like, oh yeah, I read this because you lent it to me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, I, yeah. I did not. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, well, anyways, like I read it finally. I think you gave it to me like years ago. Yeah. And I finally read it, Height of the pandemic and the pandemic and i think like again this is one of those books that like i read when i needed to read it yeah so like when i finished it it was like that was great like that was um you know so it's i guess i can give a little background it just follows a young woman (laughs) um she's forbidden from using magic and she pretends to be a boy so she can use dragon magic so it kind of has a little bit of chinese japanese influence in it um 
kind of interesting concept. I think at that time, like I needed something that I was like familiar with, and that's why I picked the old woman is actually or boy is actually a woman trope, you know. Yeah. Um, and it was just like an unexpected read. I think ultimately, if I read it now, I don't think I would. I think I would find a lot of issues with it. Yeah, I think so. I think there was a lot of. Yeah, like definitely some things that probably weren't the best. Um, I don't know. I think because I didn't really get the like, you know how you read a good book and you didn't like get to release it with someone like I didn't really get a chance to talk to you ever about it like yeah immediately after I think I texted you it was like it's so good but yeah, <laughs> like, really. I think that's it but I never really got to sit down with anyone and like recommend it or like re- or have someone else read it or like yeah. just like talk about it and talk about the things so it was like I think that's why it just seemed like a book that I would want to read again and just see is this genuinely like one that I actually really loved or- yeah. yeah yeah so I mean yeah, like obviously I'll go back if I ever read it, I'd go back and just be criticizing it anyways, but yeah. Who knows? So yeah. That's kind of my last one there. That's your last one, he. Uh so I have for my last one, I didn't get really original with this list, I am realizing. <laughs> but I will say my last one is uh Jane Eyre. Oh yes. Yeah. So Jane Eyre is one of my favorite books by Charlotte Bronte. Obviously, it's a classic, so most people are familiar with it, but it de- it, ten- it tells the story of kind of a young girl who is, she, she has a hard life. Um, she has abusive relatives, and she ends up becoming a, uh, becomes a governess uh, for a couple families throughout the course of the book, kind of, um, and she ends up in employment at a particular house in which she realizes that the man of the house is giving her a lot of attention and it's kind of a love story but there are some very interesting twists and turns uh and i i really wish i could read this again because i wish i could read it again in in the same way i read it when i first read it because i read it and i didn't know mm-hmm and it's a very famous, like, classic novel, so it's kind of great that I read it at the time I did because there's lots of jokes in online communities about it because it's fairly well known, so, like, it's hard to not get spoiled on. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I didn't see it coming was just so, it's just so brilliantly done because throughout, and this is kind of a theme with um, Charlotte Bronte, is, like, the idea that the woman is seeing a ghost. Mm-hmm. Or that there is some sort of haunting thing. And I would love to know my take on that like now. Because like Villette had the same kind of theme woven throughout where, you know, she was seeing this figure and people thought she was seeing things and she thought she was seeing a ghost. And it turned out to be neither. But um, everyone had a good reason for kind of thinking that she was maybe seeing things and she had good reason to think she was being haunted. And... It's so lovely lovely and creepy at the same time, the way that she writes these like almost ghost ghosts into her stories. And I would just love to like reread those passages mm-hmm. and then get to the twist. And yeah, I think it's also just like such a great novel. But it's one of those things where like, and I will reread it like absolutely. I have no issue with that. But it's one of those things where like that first time was going to be the best time I ever yeah. enjoyed that novel. Like I will reread it, but I know the enjoyment has been has gone knocked down a peg or two yeah and i know like 
like I agree with that one because like I read it probably in high school but I don't think I appreciated it as Mm -hmm. much because well first of all I got like some weird bootleg edition (laughs) on my kindle so it was like (laughs) really like it was fine to like just had like weird words randomly thrown in sometimes but it was like felt super long to me I couldn't like get into it and it just like took me a long time to read so I didn't really like get immersed in in it as much as I could have and I would love to read it again but I'm like I have that like feeling of like oh it took so long plus like now that I know what happened I'm like yeah I don't really I I just want I still wouldn't appreciate as much but I do want to reread it and like yeah I just wish I could read it for the first time now yeah yeah I actually feel that way about what Wuthering Heights as well Mm mm-hmm so Wuthering Heights is Emily Bronte, but we read it in high school and I remember wanting to love it and I just couldn't. Mm-hmm. And I really think if I read it now for the first time, I would appreciate it in its entirety. But like I hated it kind of like I just didn't think it was good. Yeah. And I think I would appreciate it a lot more now. And I'm actually kind of sad that it's like I know what happens. Mm hmm. Because I remember the plot points, like, decently well. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, so it kind of takes away from that. But, like, yeah, it's another one where, like, if I was to read it for the first time, I think I would, like, thoroughly enjoy it instead of just, like, now having this impression of it where, like, I will, same with you, probably eventually getting around to Jane Eyre. Yeah. Mostly because I will bug you about it. Yeah. I do love it. But it's not going to be as good as mm-hmm. it could have been. So I feel I do feel that way about Wuthering Heights. Like, I feel like it's just like, it's too bad I read it too early. Yeah. Which is such a shame with, like, school and stuff is, like, mm-hmm. they try to get you to read these, like, super in- intellectual, I guess, books. Yeah. Or, like, you know, literary books. And then it's, like... You don't appreciate it. You don't it appreciate like, it because you're reading it to just well, pick it apart almost. Yeah, but also, like, in some of those settings, it's just, like... I think I think the book becomes like something else. Like because it's a classic, everyone's like, oh, it has to be good. And it's okay to read Wuthering Heights and be like, that was bad. Yeah, yeah. And like I think the thing was is like I didn't feel like that was okay to think either at the time. So I wasn't yeah. like enjoying it. I was like, why don't I like – like I was panicked. Yeah. A little bit of like, oh, why don't I like it? Is it because I'm not understanding it? Like, am I stupid? And like, you have yeah. that feeling. And I really do think like if you're reading classics and you don't like it, like that's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you're not going to enjoy it more by like hating yourself for not enjoying yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> and like keep reading it or reading yeah. that genre and being like, oh, I still don't like it. Well, yeah, I like, just don't like it. That's fine. Like, I'm a big, like, you know this, I love Shakespeare. Like, I love a lot of Shakespeare plays, but there's Shakespeare plays that I can't get through. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can't do the historical ones. And no amount of me sitting here being, like, guilt tripping myself. Yeah. <laughs> because I haven't read, you know, King Henry the whatever um, <laughs> is going to make me feel better about that book. And it's just going to make me feel worse about, like, myself. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't know. I guess I guess what I'm saying like is if you've read these books and you didn't feel the same way like that's that's cool that doesn't mean all classics are like gonna suck either. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree, and I think that can be said too. Like with like authors, like I can really say I love Stephen King, but I've only read a handful of his books. Yeah, but then yeah, you like feel like oh I haven't read them all or I haven't had a chance to or I don't feel like sitting and reading a thousand page book. Like, <laughs> it's like I don't know. I don't <laughs> It's like, like am I allowed to say I like Stephen King? Yeah, no. you don't have to read everything yeah. by someone, especially someone like Stephen King. <laughs> yeah, who's like, how many books? I don't it's even like know. like out like a thousand page novel. 
Have you seen um so my partner actually brought this up the other like a couple weeks ago, but have you ever seen that interview? I think it was between Stephen King and Watch Me Get It and with somebody else. But I'm sure it was Stephen King and George R. R. Martin. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about their writing process. And like George R. R. Martin is like a very like he's like perfectionist. Mm-hmm. So he'll like sit there all day about a line. Which makes sense because we're still waiting for Yeah. <laughs> Song of Fire and Ice. Um, but Stephen King will be like, Oh, I just try to write a thousand words a day or something, because if I do that every day for six months, then I have a I have a novel. Mm-hmm. Like I have a and it's like George R. R. Martin sitting there being like, Yeah, that's not how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> like there's just like I could not not relate to you more in this yeah like we are both (laughs) successful like well-known very popular authors and i feel like i have nothing in common yeah (laughs) which i think is just like really really funny it is really funny i love it um (laughs) i don't have any other like big ones to mention i will say like there's kind of like Ella Enchanted is one that was on my list too, but I'm a little, I was a little scared to put it actually on my list because it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't know if I would actually like it. Yeah. Because it's written for children. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say that for the people who are thinking of their own list and they wanted Percy Jackson to be on that, I will say, you know what, as somebody who's well into their 20s and read it for the first time ever, it does really hold up. Yeah. So like it was super enjoyable to read for the first time. I think I would have enjoyed it a lot more as a kid mm-hmm. um, just because I wouldn't have been expecting like anything that happened. But I will say it does hold up. So if that was one that you were thinking was on your list and you loved, uh, you would still love it. <laughs> I yeah. Have news, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe you're different. But Maybe uh, not. Yeah. I would say like honorable mention is Deathly Hollows, just because the hype for that book was so like I started reading Harry Potter I think when I was like 13 or 14 like from the beginning and like you just get so invested and so like I Mm -hmm. I think I only waited like maybe six months until the seventh book was out Mm -hmm. by the time that I was done the series and I was like you were just so invested like what is going to happen how is this going to conclude so I liked that feeling about it and I just think that hasn't been there hasn't been a book out there that had had that same impact on so many people. Yeah, it really hasn't. So I think like that was a cool feeling too. But I don't know. I don't know. That's not one where you would want to read it again for the first time. Like now you would want to no. go back in time to that yes. moment. Yes, like yeah. that moment in time was like I a will cool say I feeling. feel that way about a lot of the Harry Potters. Yeah. I, I read almost each of them as they came out except for the first three. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember finding the goblet of fire the day it came out because somebody had hit it in walmart oh no they had literally hit it and we were looking for a gift for my cousin's birthday mm-hmm. and they had hit it under the gift wrap like the tissue paper and as a child i saw that and i like couldn't speak because <laughs> like you couldn't find them. no and i showed my mom and she literally just looked at me like I'm buying a $50 book. <laughs> I'm buying it. Like, I'm not letting, like, this child is not going home with no. this Like, I was so, like, please. Yeah. Like, I probably had the best puppy dog eyes going at that moment. 
and that that will probably not never i will like never feel that way yeah again it was just like the best feeling get like getting those books like i think it was like my first amazon purchase too i was like (laughs) oh i got this book in the mail who would have thought (laughs) i love that Okay, so I will say that for my future reads, I don't have anything new and exciting to mm-hmm. report. So I'm just going to be finishing A Magic Steed in Poison and then I will be picking up a book that I feel like fits the moment because I'm yes. not going to fight the moment like yes. I did with this one. So I'm going to do that. Um, I do anticipate like a little bit of a reading streak happening. Like I still feel like I'm going to kind of blitz through some books once I'm done this one. So... Uh, I don't know. How are you feeling? What do you got on the docket or nothing uh, planned? I think I'm going to, like, I, I did talk about, like, I was reading The Chestnut Nut Man, but I'm just going to say that's going to be a book that's going to take me a while. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to mention that until I actually finish it again. Um, I am listening to an audiobook called I Am Still Alive by Kate Alice Marshall. Nice. Um, And I'm almost done that one. Like, that's kind of been how I've been f- feeling. No. Okay. so yeah this has definitely been like audiobooks have definitely been the way for me at least feeling like i'm reading in a Mm -hmm. sense um so i have been just like kind of doing light reads that way and then i think i'm going to jump on um a little early for one of our book club reads nice I don't know. Should I mention it? Should it yeah, be? Yeah, you should actually. Yeah. So it's Ninth House yeah. by, is it Leah Bardugo, I believe? I think it's just Lee. Lee Bardugo? Or Lay? Lay Bardugo? I, I don't mean, know. I'm, I'm sure we're going to get corrected by someone about Someone that. please correct us because <laughs> we'll be reading it. So we can talk about this as much as we want. But that's what I'm going to start just because I know it's going to take me a little bit yeah. longer and we're going to be discussing it and I want to make sure that I really have stuff to talk about. So Yeah. So I will say, uh, just mentioning the book club, so we have the 2 a.m. book club is our book club and we have a Discord channel for that. So the Discord server actually goes beyond talking about just the books that we're reading in the book club. So like if you want to just talk about books and you don't want to be a part of the book club, that's cool. You can join. There's going to be a link in the description of this. Plus, you can find it um, under our Instagram account. And if you really are lost and don't know where to find it, DM us. We'll send it to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for November, we're going to be reading The Reliers by E. Lockhart. Our December book is Lore Olympus by Rachel Smith, which is also a great fave. Mm-hmm. And uh, January is Ninth House by Lee or Lay or Leah or <laughs> whatever. Bardugo. I'm sure it's Lay. It's got to be Lay. Lay, Lay Bardugo. And then in February, we will actually be reading Crescent City by Sarah J. Moss, Yay. which I <laughs> am really intrigued by because I have heard from some people that I will really not like this book. And you have quoted it as your favorite Sarah J. Moss yeah, one. I would, out of the three series I have read, that was... That was your favorite. My favorite. So I'm so curious about like where this is going to land mm-hmm. on like my personal list. But yeah. I'm also really excited to talk about it with um. And I know we have a couple of people in the Discord server that really love Sarah J. Moss books. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited to talk about it with them because I love when people love stuff. So yeah. Much, like, I get so excited with them. So I'm really, I'm really pumped for that one. And then, of course, we're going to have more down the line, but we just haven't figured out exactly when. 
we're going to be reading those. So if that sounds yeah. like it's something that interests you, please go and join our Discord server. And uh, we have like rules and stuff posted of how it's going to work. And you can also just ask us questions in there if, if that works better for you. So that is available. Kind of any last thoughts here, Megan? Um, no, I think we should pick our next topic, though. We should, though. That's better <laughs> than just ending it, for sure. So I got off topic there. Thank you for the reminder. Let's pick our next topic for next week. All right. Okay, are you ready? Ready, ready. Howie's not ready. Yeah, Howie's too ready. <laughs> He was like, pay attention. <laughs> okay, so we have favorite acknowledgements slash dedication page mm. in a book. I this is this is not anything to do with the books, which is really fun. Cause I can think of a few already that I do actually remember the acknowledgement pages of. Yeah. And or like dedications pages of where like I wouldn't recommend the book. <laughs> yeah. I definitely have been reading acknowledgement pages more, especially if I do enjoy the book. So, yeah. Yeah. I'll be, I'm glad to go back and reread them and reread yeah. ones that I've never read before either. Yeah. We should, um, we should take pictures as well because we can post a couple, like, like maybe like the top 10 to like Instagram. Yeah. Uh, but I think this is going to be really, really fun. So that's awesome. So, fave acknowledgements. That's going to be, this is going to be interesting. Yes. <laughs> I think. I'm excited for it. All right, so that brings us to the end of the podcast. Do you have any final thoughts here? I already asked you that, but I'll ask you again. <laughs> I don't think so. It was okay. a good, good little chat. All right, perfect. So if you want more content from us, we have an Instagram account that you can go and follow. So that is at the book jar pod on Insta, uh, where you can send us DMs if you want us to add a specific question to our book jar or you can just go see what we're reading and what we're posting about because that's always fun as well we also have a discord channel or server rather that i mentioned before uh again this is also for our book club but not necessarily just for it so if you want to join for one reason or the other you're more than welcome to be a part of that so you can find that linked in the description of this podcast or on our instagram page as well so go check us out there otherwise that's pretty much it so that's that's really all for today and all i can think to say is keep fit and keep reading which is like a weird canadian <laughs> keep joke. fit and keep reading um from a commercial to use with shows kids keep fit and have fun so oh. i don't know keep reading and have fun i that's that's our new slogan <laughs> that's our new slogan well, hopefully we won't get in trouble for reusing that all right uh thank you so much for listening and we will be back soon. Bye. <laughs> Why was that so high pitched? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it was just keep it <laughs> keep fit and have fun body break <laughs> body break I liked it that could be our thing thank you <laughs> oh no